listen, same vision is for equal rights and justice for the people, them. What's happening to this beautiful world that we're living in? World citizen, lift up your voice. Welcome, welcome everybody to the latest episode of the People Powered Planet podcast. Each week, we have very special guests, guests who are solutionaries. There are so many documentaries, TV shows. We're deluged with problems of the world, a cascading array of problems. What we focus on here is solutions and solutionaries. So thank you for joining us. And each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. And today we have a very, very special guest, an old friend of ours, uh, Rudy. Rudy uh, Westervelt, uh, along with his wife, Karen, have made a remarkable impact on so many lives uh, by his work as the founder and creator of the Rotary E-Club of World Peace, working in collaboration with Barbara and Barbara Mueller and so many other people. Uh, they have brought together some of the, oh, and here comes uh, Barbara joining us right now. Uh, Barbara Mueller uh, is the president of the Rotary E-Club of World Peace. And together with Rudy, they got this fabulous, uh, the fabulous peace conferences going that have then something's very special. What Rudy is, is he's a connector. He brings people together. He brings together amazing people. And out of that mix of amazing people who come together, uh, wonderful things are born. Rudy has had a, <laughs> a long history with, with Rotary, but also as a businessman. He was uh, in Kro uh, an executive in Kroger. Uh, he had his uh, bachelor's degree from Cornell University and had, has numerous scientific publications. That was something I hadn't known about him. Uh, uh, were you, did you focus on and, and, and write some things in the area of science? I got quite a few publications on ultrasound, uh, even on uh, polo ponies and a variety of other publications out there. You went on from your career in business to, to working in Rotary uh, for peace. Uh, First of all, let's start with a little bit about Rotary. Uh, why, what, what, what led you as a person to be concerned about peace and why Rotary? I, I guess I, you know, back from uh, early time in childhood, I understood what bullying was and what it was, what it was like. I was, I'm sure uh, having been bullied in elementary school and a high school student breaking out my front teeth uh, yeah. on a school bus ride, uh, uh, I guess kind of affected me over the years. But I understand have empathy for those who are bullied. And so uh, even, even as I went to Cornell, I think I mentioned, Arthur, that in 1968, I was a freshman at Cornell uh, when the Blacks took over Willie Strait Hall. And at that time, I had no clue what was going on uh, on racial injustice in the United States of America and that history. Uh, but I learned quickly and uh, uh, developed a respect and, and uh, opened my mind. I've always been looking for learning uh, and looking at problems as possibilities and, and able for us to create, uh, create change in these areas. And I, I think I mentioned that also in my career in business, uh, I looked at those uh, folks and my employees were my associates and uh, their families were my families. And so their kids, the importance of their kids in education and health uh, was important to me to make sure that was happening with, with my associates in working in inner city schools, volunteering and mentoring students, uh, opened my eyes to that. And I'm, as I mentioned, I unfortunately had a, an incident with, uh, with suicide. I had a supervisor working for me 
that had some mental issues and was going through some troubles and I got him some counseling help, uh, but it wasn't soon enough and he took his own life. And I still carry that with me today. Chokes me up even thinking about it. That maybe I could have done more and maybe I could have done something sooner would have changed his life. But then also now, um, since we got involved with Rotary and working with our youth uh, in our youth camps, we take a look at what's going on in their lives today. And our children are going through much more challenging issues in their home life than we ever had growing up back in the 50s and 60s. Our children today are uh, in single parent families. Uh, they're, they're being bullied. They know what child abuse and domestic violence is going on in their homes. Uh, they're bullied even at a, at a higher rate because of technology today and smartphones and, and apps that, that kids can put information about each other out there and, and cause them to do self-harm. And we, I've listened to children explain to me that, that uh, uh, some uh, seventh grade student took her own life because she'd been cyber bullied and hung herself. And this yeah. is right here in our district. And it just, it, that tears me up to see this. And a, when a seventh grade student relates to me that what they would like to have helped in their home life would be for uh, his mother's boyfriend to quit beating her. Uh, and and uh, there are just horrific things going through today out there that we can, as Rotarians, can make a difference. And that's really, really why Karen and I got into Rotary, and, and, and I think we can make positive effects in this. Yeah, you know, it's so interesting to me, the kind of person and caliber person you are, because some people, when they're bullied, they, they bully others, you know, they respond by thrashing out in, in, in anger, and you responded by developing compassion for others and reaching out and and, and helping others. And I think that's, uh, that's something about the strength in you that led you to do that. How did that, uh, how did that desire to, and compassion for, 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 for helping others and making sure others didn't have to go through the kind of bullying pain that you went through, how did that draw you into Rotary and why Rotary? Well, Rotary, as you know, started back in 1905 uh, in Chicago and uh, has always been working on peace, even from the original way of bringing people together, professionals and, and, and developing the relationships that could improve a community and work together to make a positive change. And now that's continued to grow. And I think as we've seen out there with Rotary, I realized that uh, in 1945, there were 45 or 50 Rotarians got together in San Francisco and helped write the charter for the UN. And we still have a, a relationship, a very close relationship uh, and, and representatives at the UN from Rotary International. And, and then locally here, once we got into our local Rotary Club up here, it happens to be in Lake Arrowhead, Southern California, um, we were able to work with not only youth at the schools, in particular for 10 years, Karen and I have put on uh, career classes for continuation school students, high school students that if they don't get helped and understand that they're important, that they have important skills, that, that they're good people, they're gonna end up in the system or, or in jail. And so we help, we help those students. It's a 10 year program that we've been doing personally up here in, in the mountains in this community. And that mm -hmm. continues, but, um, and then that's expanded and, and mm -hmm. both of us have been club presidents and I had an opportunity uh, and was selected to be a Rotary District Governor for the uh, Southern California Inland Empire out here, which was two of the largest counties in, in the state of California in the country uh, that my 
my district represented uh, and really took decided that we wanted to show what the possibilities were, what peace really looked like, and what are the aspects out there that each of us could get involved with and, and take, a, take a look at that. Well, you know, uh, uh, Paul Harris, uh, the founder of Rotary said, uh, must the best genius of men be devoted to the science of war and none to the science of averting it? That was a really good question that Paul Harris asked back in 1940. And it seems to me that's one of the key things you're asking as we create this club. But how can we create you know, a science? How can we, how can we make peacemaking and peace building uh, something that we develop with the same vigor that we use to send a, you know, send a person to, Mar to, to the moon and, uh, and to uh, make these great breakthroughs in physics? How can we make those breakthroughs in a, in a humanitarian le uh, level? That's correct. And so, in, uh, in 2016, as you know, I had the opportunity to be a convener for Rotary World Peace Conference 2016. It became a, one of the presidential peace conferences that year for Rotary International. And uh, uh, with the help of, you know, Barbara's on the call here, but additionally, our six Southern California Rotary districts came together in support of what we were doing. And we brought together uh, in those two days, 150 experts with solutions, not just talking heads, but solutions to major issues in our personal lives and homes and schools and businesses and communities internationally, film, TV, media, as you've been involved with our conferences and, uh, and religions. And what can we do with solutions uh, that could follow up and make a change? And I think one of the big impacts we had right away was on human trafficking. And uh, uh, a group I called I Empathize uh, spoke on that. Plus we had a, a, a group from Truckers Against Trafficking with their mobile unit uh, doing training there. And we had right away one Rotarian from Ukiah, a small town in Northern California, went home and found out that high school girls were being kidnapped off the street into the sex trade. Mm -hmm. And he brought in, I empathize, but brought together not just Rotarians, but Seroptimists, parents, businesses came together and got educated on trafficking. They brought the police, sheriff's departments together and trained them on what to look for and help and they shut that operation down. That changed and saved lives there. Mm -hmm. But then it also continued mm -hmm. over to our work in Atlanta, Georgia, and then more recently in a district in Sacramento area, uh, took on a big project, a large global grant project to eliminate human trafficking for the whole city of Sacramento mm -hmm. uh, and uh, been very effective in it. So that's just one example uh, there are other ones out there. Uh, there was a group called Launch Detroit, where Rotarians were revitalizing inner city Detroit with micro lending. Uh, and, uh, and that Launch Detroit revitalized not just Detroit, but they took to Atlanta and, and, uh, and up in North Carolina. And so those are, are blueprints that were there for people to take back to their local communities and cities and put them in place to change and save lives. But I like what you're saying, and it, and it brings to mind uh, as something my dad said back at the same time Paul Harris made his quote in 1940. Uh, my dad made up a little saying that he printed up on cards, and it said, Seek not to contest with evil, lest you be taken by the spirit of contention. Rather, concern yourself with goodness, for in goodness is the leavening that maketh the whole ro loaf rise. And it seems to me you're one of those people who plants those seeds of goodness that are just a little seed, 
but then it grows and grows just like that little bit of leavening. It makes that whole much bigger loaf rise. It doesn't take much of the leavening, but the whole thing rises. Uh, what are some of the ways that the, that the kind of leavening that you created by not creating these peace conferences uh, has risen to some, some bigger, to, to bigger things beyond what you initially created just by bringing these people together and making the connection? Well, I think it's a, it's a good question. I think we're learning uh, that we need to collaborate across the planet here uh, with experts. We don't have all the answers, but we do have connections uh, to those people that do have answers and solutions. And so we've been, I think, effective uh, in, in also leading uh, some direction at Rotary International with a more of a focus on, on peace and some of the ways that we can affect peace. Uh, and obviously our peace conference, we reapplied that again in 2020 and in Atlanta and other things. But if, if you also look at bringing together uh, uh, groups and their focus, even in the Rotary Action Group for Peace uh, and, and looking at projects that we can work on together and, uh, and connecting online for positive change. You know, when, when we can look at people that can take on or working on a, a, a reducing uh, uh, the chance of nuclear weapons destroying our planet here, uh, there are folks out there that we can help coordinate and bring together and connect uh, and work uh, uh, through the UN and other sources here uh, to make a push uh, to eliminate those. And certainly your work in there and your film work was, was integral in that. Uh, and, and helped us uh, back even during Reagan and Gorbachev area. But then, uh, and then also I think in Rotary, we have an opportunity like right now, our club is, is, is connecting with our Rotary club in Russia uh, to have a partnership uh, in Russia with a better understanding between our two countries. But I think one of the important things is with our e-club, we have members all over the globe here, including the Middle East and all the way to Australia. And at any time when we share something that we don't, think is quite right on the news, we can connect online. And we have people on the ground in these countries uh, that can tell us exactly what's going on there. And we also have partnerships, uh, Arthur, that, that we build on uh, in Rotary with uh, Mediators Beyond Borders uh, that's connecting with Rotary. We have connections over to the Peace Corps. Mem several members in our club have been former Peace Corps members. And then certainly with our Rotary Peace Fellows, uh, with our six, now seven, uh, colleges that we work with around the world here as peace centers training uh, peace, new peace builders out there, uh, you know, with 12 or 1300 peace builders that, uh, that are out there working through Rotary on the ground around the world uh, that we've developed is creating real positive change. I'm very pleased that you mentioned that because we do have an ongoing group that uh, Richard Denton has kind of been uh, coordinating where we have Rotarians working on the crucial nuclear issue, and Anne has been so key to that and others. And uh, it's absolutely uh, one of the paramount issues. We kind of tend to think that uh, that was an issue back during the U.S.-Soviet uh, Cold War, but it actually is in many ways is even more dangerous as the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists has now moved the doomsday clock to uh, what was seven minutes before midnight then to 100 seconds, the, the proverbial clock that that, that puts in the time frame of humanity, how close we are to, to the extinction. Uh, so it is really the paramount issue. And I'm so glad that uh, 
uh, as you mentioned, that 50 Rotarians were part of putting together the United Nations. Uh, but that was just the first step. The United Nations was seen as a body that would, uh, in fact, Eleanor Roosevelt and others saw it as just the beginning of coming together and expected it to evolve more in the direction of world law. Uh, what do you think about the prospects for in the future developing uh, and, and what do you see about the importance of evolving world law to uh, prevent nuclear war and climate disaster and the very extinction of life on Earth? I think it's going to take um, our citizens, global citizens, and Rotarians can help lead that, lead that initiative because we're basically in every country and territory on the planet here. But um, one of the challenges is the structure of the United Nations, uh, particularly with the Security Council and, um, and how that's become in one way a blocking agent uh, for making some real inroads. Now there are start, certainly strong points and we work closely in Rotary with, with the World Health Organization uh, and UNICEF, Centers for Disease Control, uh, to help uh, eradicate polio in the world. And we're about, we're about got, got that done. And as we, and what we've learned from that, uh, and we're also using that network right now on COVID-19. But what we've found from that connection and our work as Rotarians eliminating polio around the planet is that it's created positive relationships with our, with Rotary, with the leaders of nations around the world. When our Rotary National President visits other countries, uh, he or she visits, and we're going to have a she in a couple of years, uh, Jennifer Jones, as a, as a as our president. Uh, when they visit with a prime minister or a president, a world leader, uh, when I've asked them, what do they say when they're there? They say, "Thank you for the humanitarian work and the great work that you've done, helping the, our citizens in our country here." And here's a list of some other things you can help us with. They understand the power and structure we have and the reach we have that does create peace in the world. I mean, that's why Karen and I love Rotary uh, because I believe as humanitarians together, we can save our planet. We can save it from the environment side since that there's now a new area of focus from our Rotary Foundation, but we can save it from annihilation uh, and also create relationships like we are today. We see each other, we can talk to each other, we understand each other, we, underst we can learn each other's possibilities, uh, what you're striving for, and, and every person on the planet really would like to have peace in their family. Every mother would like to be able to raise their children in a healthy environment, that they would grow up big and strong, they'd have a career, they could raise a beautiful family uh, in peace, and not have to worry when somebody left the house that they might not return. And so I think it's, it's important for us to lead the mission on this uh, and, and support projects around the world that lead us to peace. Well, I love what you, what you said about how, uh, well, all of it, but especially about how we're now interconnecting as a planet and using these Zoom meetings and so on, we're now finding it easier and easier to connect with people across and around the planet. And I'm wondering, as you mentioned, the need for the United Nations uh, a reform, because currently with the Security Council and so on, there's, there's no voice for the people, there's no people's planetary parliament, there's no, uh, there's no way that we the people can express a voice 
at the global level, even though the Universal Declaration of Human Rights says, uh, well, it says the, uh, the will of the people shall be the basis of the authority of government. But rather than sit around waiting for, for governments to do that, uh, you've mentioned that Rotary already has an extensive uh, network all over the world. We're already learning how to use these Zoom conferences. Um, I'm wondering if, there's, if there aren't some ways that, uh, especially using the kind of techniques that uh, uh, Barbara's talked about with revolutionary conversations, and we've had uh, speakers on convergence thinking, where we can't begin to uh, connect people in these little Zoom meetings across the planet, across opposite sides of, of political divides, Palestinians and Israelis, or whatever the group battling each other is, bring them together, not to say who's right and who's wrong and fight it out, but to use these advanced conflict resolution techniques to, uh, to come to a common understanding of what are the deep needs and wants we all have? What are, we, what are our aspirations and how do they converge? And how do we come together as a planet and if we can't start evolving a way that we the people can interactively be involved in, 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 in governing our planet in such a way that we can uh, outlaw uh, ecocide, the destruction of the very environment that we live on, and nucicide, nuking the, <laughs> nuking the planet into oblivion. Uh, do you see some chance that this evolution that's happening with, with both the strength of rotary and the, the, the many Zoom conferences coming together to be a way that we can create a, a whole new way of running our world. Do you see some prospects there? I think there's a world of possibilities, Arthur. I think uh, it's sort of like uh, with Mediators Beyond Borders, they're training uh, groups of women as peace builders in a variety of areas, including some real tough war zone areas, to be the diplomats, to be the peacemakers in there, and, and the skills on, on on, on mediating and developing and reducing conflict, because women are certainly our leaders as peace builders. We should understand that. Uh, if us guys would get out of the way, we already have peace on the planet. But it's, uh, uh, I think one of the other opportunities we have here is because you see today our youth stepping up and speaking out and taking a stand, like the Greta Thunbergs of the world. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, uh, we have an opportunity uh, with within Rotary, we have a program we call Interact in our high schools and, and, uh, and middle schools, uh, working on developing students as leaders. And they're very interested in taking on some of these projects uh, on a, saving an environment and saving the world when they grow up so they can have their children, their grandchildren can have a world to live on. Uh, as well as our college students, young adults that are just starting their careers called Rotaract and we have uh, probably half a million of them on the planet with about a half a million high school and middle school students as part of Rotary. Uh, so our reach isn't 1.2 million, it's probably 2.2 million out there, uh, peace builders. But as we help this younger generation and help them learn to take the lead and give them the support they need across the planet, we can make some powerful changes and help the next generation get out of their way and help them become successful uh, and changing our planet for a more positive, peaceful planet because they they are the next generation, and we need to we need to give them all the training and resources they need to be successful. Well, I love I love what you said. Uh, I, you know, definitely it's time for us old white guys to get out of the way and let the the women and the young people, uh, you know, have a full role in 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 this in this transformation of our planet. And you mentioned specifically Greta as a great example, uh, there's a wonderful movie now called I Am Greta. I just watched it 
uh, and we had a discussion with the director, uh, and he, it was a phenomenal hearing his whole talk about, you know, even when he tra traveling on that uh, uh, ship with her when she, not ship, it was just a little tiny speedboat that was like a big, sur a big, like a big surfboard on the top, top surface of the water, speeding her to the United Nations on top of the water with no, no place to go down below for, for two weeks while, <laughs> while they raced to the uh, UN conference for her to speak. But it's a very worthwhile movie to see. I am Greta, and uh, uh, and I think that it's true that uh, the the power of youth and of, of, of women's voices is uh, is helping to shift the whole conversation and hope for the planet. And uh, speaking of women, let, let's let's talk with Karen just a minute. Uh, I, and I know that when we were at that Rotary Peace Conference, I saw Karen running around everywhere, putting all these things together, making connections. It seemed like she was a a key person uh, making that conference happen. Uh, tell us, Karen, a little bit more about your work uh, with Rudy to help uh, create a peaceful world. I support him. That's my biggest, biggest um, asset, I'd say. Uh, I help find people to speak at our conferences. I helped. Um, as I do with the e-club, for example, our speaker last week was Ava Haller, and she was one of the people that I encouraged Rudy to, to have as a speaker, and she was fabulous. And what happened with that meeting in particular was it became a discussion, and our meetings are never somebody lecturing to us. They're always facilitated meetings. And that's something that um, I learned from him and I help with. And you put out the newsletter for the Rotary Club of World Peace as well. That is my joy. I love doing the uh, newsletter for the E-Club. And if anybody would like to be on our mailing list, just let us know. A yeah. picture's worth a thousand words. So we ha I have a lot of different pictures of things that are happening around the world that relate to peace particularly that our members are doing. And I just love doing that. And it's keeping people informed about what's going on. Thank you for that important role, uh, Karen. We, we certainly do uh, appreciate you. And I will be getting you something additional for your, for your newsletter. Um, well, so, uh, so going back to Rudy, uh, who, were, who were some of the guests that we've had that really opened your eyes and made you see something differently uh, where there's some uh, uh, particular guests that come to mind that people can, you know, people can, can, can watch all the previous guests online, right? So who are some of the ones we should look for that had really uh, special talks that, uh, that you found resonated with you? Well, you're putting me on the spot here. The, because uh, we have some amazing, amazing speakers. Um, I think recently when we had uh, uh, Mike Roussel from, from uh, uh, Texas, who's a Rotarian down there, uh, spoke to us about racism. And uh, 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 he's, he's a Rotarian, he's a CPA, and he's an African-American. And he spoke to us about how he'd been treated. Uh, and he actually first spoke to his own club, Rotary Club, because they didn't, under, they didn't know. And it changed their view of, of uh, Black Lives Matter and about what's happening on racism in the United States and systemic racism. And uh, 
you know, when, when he was able to tell his peers in his club about being pulled over, stopped by the police over 20 times, sometimes in front of his own home uh, with a, something that was like a, something made up that was, his light was too dim over his license plate or something else was a way to stop him. Um, he shared that with us and it's, it's to show us today that we still have plenty of work to do in, in the United States of America. You know, and he, when he related that his young son in, in elementary school uh, would raise his hand and the teacher would never call on him and, and basically told him he, was, he didn't know the answer, he was stupid. Uh, and, and, the, and he had to go to the superintendent of schools to get his son moved to another class because the white teacher wouldn't call on his son and didn't treat him properly. And this, oh. is, this is 2020. Yeah. Shame yeah. on us. We have work to do. But I also think another person, and she's now a member of our club, Lisa Broderick, who's worked with Police to Peace, changing attitudes uh, and connecting, changing attitudes of police to be actually peace officers, creating peace, uh, and, and how they connect better with the citizenry that they represent so that they're looked on not to be scared of, but they're looked on as part of the community and community members together can work together uh, to create a more positive, peaceful community. And that's been reapplied. Uh, we look up uh, uh, David Wick uh, and Irene started the Culture for Peace uh, Commission up in Ashland and, and uh, you got a city of peace up there now and they brought in Lisa uh, to work with the police department who's embraced this up there and they've embraced it right here in Southern California in Redlands, uh, California. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, in our club, I think we brought, we brought these peacemakers that spoke at the peace conferences. That's who started our club, our E-Club of World Peace. Uh -huh. Those are the folks that came in. They were already working on peace. They, they were peace builders. And so uh, a Brian Berman and his wife, Lisa, who's had the city of peace in, in Ojai, uh, can share with us on, on these possibilities. And I think one of the other ones is, uh, if you look at uh, our speakers from the Institute for Economics and Peace, who have developed the positive pillars of peace, and what we can actually do that are working to change based on uh, some basic theories, can change and create peace in our cities uh, from economic empowerment uh, to education, uh, you know, people able to earn a living and revitalize cities so it's, they're safe, peaceful places to live that are economically viable, businesses can come back and start again, families can take their children to the park and be safe, and we can work together with our communities based on those, those basic rights and basic appreciation for humans, uh, sim similar to Maslow's hierarchy of, of needs, and Rotary has that same hierarchy. Uh, that it matches up with, as, as does the UN with the humanitarian rights. Uh, and so it's, and this is, got Human Rights Day coming up uh, uh, soon. And if you, if you look at, I think it's on the 10th, but the, um, uh, if you look at those things, we are all interconnected. Uh, Rotary's principles, uh, the principles at the UN, uh, uh, Maslow's hierarchy of thinking, and uh, Institute for Economics and Peace, Positive Pillars of Peace, and the training that's happening out there, uh, we can we have 
those things to me are powerful and we need to roll up our sleeves and now is the time to make a positive change in our cities, in our homes, and it's up to us, Rotarians and citizens of the world, to say enough is enough. We're gonna have a peaceful planet and it's gonna happen now. Wow, well that's a, that's a, a, a great time to, uh, to check now if you have any questions, because I love that, that's a resounding, uh, a resounding statement from you that I really resonated with. Uh, any uh, questions for Rudy? Yes, we do have a question, and Rudy, I just want, and Karen, I just want to uh, say thank you so much for your hard work. I mean, you have put together so much and done so much, and, and uh, you have affected so many people in a positive way. So your work is critical, and uh, thank you so much for doing that, and we're really uh, lucky that you're in the world. So yes, we do have a question. Michael. Walsh, we'll go ahead with your question. Hello, everybody. Uh, I'm really glad to be here. Uh, my name is Michael, and I've been working in the global citizenship space for about 10 years. Uh, I've worked for a while with uh, globalcitizen.org in New York City and attended two of their global citizen festivals in Central Park in 13 and 2015. And uh, so my question for Rudy is, has he had a chance to connect with globalcitizen.org. Uh, they've got a lot of amazing programs happening. And uh, then I'd be glad to talk about our project, globalcitizen.one. Uh, I have not, thank you for that question, but I would love to uh, make that connection, certainly. So if you could uh, connect with me, that'd be great. I think it's, uh, it's, 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 it's important that the, the work that, that you're doing and in, in, in looking at this is us as global citizens uh, is is extremely important. So I uh, I would appreciate connecting with you, Michael. Yeah, it's just a, such a fabulous philosophy, the global citizenship philosophy, which has a presence, a strong presence in academia, very powerful tool for corporate social responsibility. Hewlett Packard has been using it for I think 30 years. Uh, it's so powerful in the UK and Australia where the founder of globalcitizen.org is Hugh Evans from Melbourne, Australia. And he's a dynamo. What they have done as a nonprofit is extraordinary, raising, I think, close to $50 billion over the last eight or nine years for extreme poverty projects all over the world, working and partnering with other large nonprofits like Oxfam and, and others. So what, what we're doing, and, and very briefly, what we're doing at the Global Citizen One project is we're exploring this new technology, which is a, a variant of blockchain called Holochain, where we can create a new type of network, which is not centralized, but peer-to-peer -peer and a horizontal type of citizenship where we could connect people uh, uh, around the world and scale it as a citizen network uh, and not have any latency problems like blockchain has. So uh, I'll leave it at that for now on, on our project. I can certainly share an email with a, our pitch deck and executive summary and uh, other materials for, for you to look at, and then we can follow up on that. Thank you. And lastly, uh, are there some Rotarians here in San Diego? Maybe you could connect me with some Rotary Club members. I, I got tremendous respect. What an incredible organization. I wish I knew more, but I've heard amazing things about the Rotary Club and, and what they do around the world. So. Well, you should, you should connect with our E-Club of World Peace and join us on a Tuesday night meeting. We'd love to have you become a member for our club. Okay. Uh, but I can certainly introduce you to Rotarians down in San Diego. Yes, yes. Join their club. Join their club, Michael. 
I'm in. Hey. Um, uh, so, yes, I'd like to go to Barbara. I just want to give Rudy an attaboy. Do you know our Rotary E Club would not be where we are today if we did not have Rudy, who has monitored our website? And that's why I, I've got on. I wanted everybody to know about Rotary E Club of World Peace. Go to our website. Become part of the global movement. So, Rudy, what would you say is the best way to enter our website? Would you, would you go to speakers? Would you talk about the membership? What would you do first if you were to go to our website, Rudy? I'll first jump on your computer. Then... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's my Rudy. Do you see? He never go. loses his... <laughs> yeah, don't go, to it. <laughs> go to rotaryeclubofworldpeace.org. All one word. Rotaryeclubofworldpeace.org. Uh, and then uh, uh, if you look on the speaker tab, on the meeting tab, you'll see our weekly meeting speakers. Uh, we have uh, December all lined up here and we're almost finishing up. We'll have finished up actually all of January with some amazing folks out there uh, and look at those. But then also, if you don't, under the about tab, you'll see meet our members and please scan down through those members. They are incredible people, uh, peace builders in their own right. We have a member of Oxfam in our club, Adam Olson. Uh, and so we're, we're covered in a variety of areas here, including members that have been in the Peace Corps. Peace Corps is a partner with Rotary. So go take a look at that. And then you'll see a place to drop me an email so you can join us on our weekly meeting. We meet Tuesday evenings at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time uh, online. And I will uh, connect you with the Zoom link to join us there because it, it is important that we continue to share these messages and work together. I just wanted to thank Rudy again. Um, the club has got another distinction. We're the fastest growing club because we're all active peacemakers. And um, that means that each of us have nonprofit work that we're working on or corporate work that working for peace. And it's just a wonderful experience every Tuesday night. I feel like we're a Rotary Peace family in addition to being Rotary E-Club of World Peace. So anyway, I have to go to a Visioneers meeting. So love you all and thank you for having Rudy on. You're lucky to have that man. Okay, bye-bye everyone. Definitely join if you can. It's amazing. And it's true what Barbara's saying. It's like a, a family. So once you get to know, once you go every week and that's how Arthur feels and you meet so many people and it's just a really great group of people. So yes, thank you for that, Barbara. And yes, and so now I'm going to pass it back to Arthur. Arthur, take it away. Uh, what do you think about the power of music and artists to help impact world peace? Well, I think it's uh, great, Arthur. We actually have a member of our club, Josiah Bruni, whose organization is Music Changing Lives, is a member of our club. Uh, and his, his career has been in this, but he takes uh, uh, youth and, and helps them uh, create uh, not only the, the words, the music, record it, uh, protect it, uh, copyright their work, and those kind of things, and teach them the whole process here. Uh, and in fact, uh, uh, at our at our peace conference, uh, we, we honored uh, uh, heroes from the community. Uh, they were doing great work out there at one of the dinners. And he brought two of his students. One was an elementary student, a, a girl played the violin, was world class. And another uh, uh, young boy uh, uh, was, had formed a mariachi band. He played the trumpet and sang. He was totally amazing and uh, uh, knocked the socks off everybody that, that was there. But then uh, recently, and I'll be sharing this with an email going out today, uh, he had a video over there uh, that recorded by uh, some uh, 
uh, young girls on sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never words will never hurt me. And music to that, and sang that, and produced a little. They produced their own little three-minute video, which was very powerful. And so uh, I do believe that music uh, creates peace. Certainly, we had a lot of peace music back in the '60s. Michael's too young to remember that, but um, <laughs> hey, we had a lot of a lot of good surprised. <laughs> a lot of good a lot of good peace music back uh, back then, and that you know this continues. Also on the film side, uh, Arthur, we have. Uh, uh, as you know, the Hero Project, we had Jeannie Myers speak, and, and she's got a website up where they have uh, uh, movies and films that have been submitted. In fact, I was one of the judges, went through, and it's an amazing number of, of films, short films that had been put in there on a very a variety of themes, and they're all related to peace. Uh, really great, great films. So go to My Hero Project, uh, look that up online. Uh, because it is amazing work, and I know Arthur's got an award there he won, but it's, uh, uh, it is, uh, it's a great way to connect film and short film uh, to show peace and show uh, reality, either what's happening or, or possibilities uh, and solutions. Let okay? me just jump in, because you mentioned my hair, and I can't help but jump in with a, with a little note, and that is, uh, you know, from other uh, film festivals and so on, we've received kind of the more standard machine-made uh, awards for our, our films. Uh, but actually the award that I like best is the one that did come from the My Hero Festival. Uh, each person who won in the My Hero Festival, and we won for the short film uh, called One, the Gary Davis Story. And Gary actually got to come to the My Hero Conference and be celebrated by them as one of the heroes. Uh, but what I liked about this award, unlike those standard ones, is it was hand handmade. Each one's individually handmade, and it's made uh, in the. It's made by uh, uh, Mamadou uh, from Senegal, who recycle recycles discarded objects to create one of a kind works works of art that give new life to his birds. So we won this uh, this bird of peace from the My Hero. Uh, film festival is one of my my favorite awards. And then one of the members of our club, Carol Kretschmann, uh, uh, she and her husband, uh, he recently passed away, but uh, they've started a variety of things. One of those is the Virtual Peace in the Streets Global Film Festival. And all the entries in there are from young people. Uh, and it's, it's the Virtual Peace in the Streets Global Film Festival. It's coming up on the 15th, in just in a few days here from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, Arthur, I'll be sending an email out today with a list of events that are happening here over the next week uh, because it's a very powerful week. And uh, that'll be one of those, so you're welcome to share those. So it's, it's, again, it's Virtual Peace in the Streets Global Film Festival. What's special about that festival is it's an official United Nations 75th anniversary festival. It's one of the very few, and perhaps the only one, that's officially part of the United Nations 75th anniversary. And it is also live on the UN website. Uh, so it's very important that you mention that. And I'm so glad that one of our club members is a, a part of creating that, uh, that important piece in the streets, bringing young people into filmmaking for peace. Coming up on the 19th, uh, and this you can get online too, I'll be sending this out. It'll be, it's hosted by one of the Peace Fellows but it's uh, world-renowned singers that they brought together performing from around the world. Sounds of Healing, Sounds of Healing. Uh, that's got, happening at 6 p.m. Pacific time on the 19th of this month. 
And so uh, I don't have all the things right here to tell you about, I, but I'm, I'll be sending, Arthur will be receiving an email today uh, with those uh, items on there. And so uh, uh, that work uh, is extremely important out there and uh, certainly film, music, uh, us being able to connect in a variety, using a variety of tools out there and sources for us to be able to connect at different levels. Some people connect better through music, some through visual films, some talk straight face to face, some feel larger groups, but together here, this energy that you, we can create together, this positive peace energy, just how it makes you feel. You know, when you're in a room at our, our peace conference there with a thousand people in a room and they're all positive, focused on peace and positive solutions, it just, vitalizes you, it just energizes you uh, to, to help carry on this mission. And we know it's, we know we have a lot of uh, challenges out there, but together, if we stay focused on one humanity, that each person's life is important, each one on the planet. When one of those lights go out, our, our life dims. And we need to understand that each child is our child. Each senior citizen is our senior citizen. Each school child is ours. Each person in pain, a mother today whose senior son being abused by a parent, by a father, that's our child being abused. A victim of spousal abuse, we need to internalize that pain and empathize with that pain uh, so that we can help find the solutions that will positively impact that and make a true difference on our planet. And what role does our uh, one additional Rotary filmmaker have in making that kind of key connection, the one uh, that you often call the future French president? <laughs> <laughs> he calls himself the French bulldog. Emmanuel Etienne uh, is a, a documentarian uh, and has uh, several documentaries out there. Uh, I think the last one is uh, well, it's We the People, I think. And we the People, uh, Guns, Bombs, and... Uh, and guns, yeah, Guns, Bombs, uh, Guns, guns uh, and Bombs, a, a love story. Yeah, a love story. It's, uh, he's got several out there, and We the People, and so there's got several out there that he's working on, and it is certainly a true humanitarian uh, and focused on peace and also connecting with uh, uh, women peace builders and the feminine side of, of peace with some of his... In fact, one of his films is Femme, and he's worked with Sharon Stone is uh, helping him with those uh, 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 back around on some of these films that he's produced. So it's a, uh, uh, we have a lot of connections out there. There's also uh, uh, one of our other members um, has produced a film uh, similar to uh, a Free Trip to Egypt, uh, which was taking uh, victims of abuse uh, and others over to uh, a Middle East to stay with families and learn uh, what they're going through and, and the, some positives that they can bring back with them to create positive change in their life. And, and some of those were parents that lost uh, children in school shootings uh, and other victims out there. And so, um, you know, we have, we have a lot of work to do and we've got Rotarians in our clubs that are taking, fortunately taking a lead, a positive lead uh, in using film in a good way uh, to create peace uh, not using it in a way that shows off, uh, shows off the bad things about war and crime and violence that we see too much of on our TVs and in the films and, and 
and those folks like Arthur that are using this in a positive way to make a positive change to show us that there is possibilities uh, is important. We need to, we need more uh, good news channels uh, and, uh, and our club can be a leader in that. I agree with that and beautifully said what you said before, uh, um, feeling the pain of others and we're all in this together. And so I loved how you said that, Rudy. Um, and real quick, we're almost done, but I want to jump in. I have a question from Mike Caruso. Mike, can you go right ahead? Well, it's not so much a question. It's maybe an observation. I look at the screen and I see uh, Michael's uh, shirt, Global Citizen, and Arthur's shirt, World Citizen. And the, the talk today is uh, from the Rotary E-Club of World Peace. And I'm kind of sensing a theme in there somewhere. But uh, I first met Rudy and Karen, I think it was 2014 or 2015, when he was preparing for the Presidential Peace Conference in Ontario, California. And I just want to say thank you so much. I am in awe of both of these people and all the work they've done over the years and all of the different areas and aspects of peace which they've been diving into for all these years. And I just want to say thank you for, for all that you've done and continue to do. And um, that great e-club that you started and continues to grow. Yeah, thank, thank you, Mike. It's a, uh, it's a labor of love, as you know, when you're in this, when you're in this business. And you've been part of that, uh, a great part of that, developing the Peace Builder, Builder Club program. And our club is a Peace Builder Club. And we want to help you promote that across our district. I know you've been very effective in your district up there and globally. And we'd love to add more, more clubs to that, to that, uh, uh, to that club, Peace Builder Club, club, I guess. And, uh, and, and so uh, you're lifting that up and together, we'll, we'll learn from you, we'll learn from those clubs in your district and around the world that are doing great things to help create peace. And we wanna promote those. And so I, I appreciate your kind words, uh, but it is a labor of love. It's what, it's what energizes me to get up in the morning and, 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 uh, and make sure we do the things every day. Uh, that are positive in, in, uh, in affecting positive change in the world, whether it's in our own home or when you go to the grocery store in line, make sure that you have a positive word, that you hold the door open for somebody. Just basic, basic human kindness uh, that we have to get back to on the planet, that we're all just, we're all one. We all breathe the same air. We drink the same water. We eat the same food. You know, we need shelter, we need warmth, we need education. We, we love our children, we want them to be successful. And we want a better world tomorrow than we came into when we were born on the planet. And, and I think if we stay focused on that, um, it's important together we energize each other. So again, Mike, thank you for those kind words and, and thank you for the peace builder that you are. Thank you. Wow. I agree with you more. Beautiful. Oh, I, I see Mike jumping in with another question. I wanted to speak briefly about what Rudy was t speaking about, you know, these uh, for victims of abuse. Uh, one of the most obviously horrific things happening in the world are children taken into uh, slavery or uh, even worse, organ harvesting. It's just unbelievable to even think about them. So there's a, I wanted to bring attention, I put a thing in the chat for Mariana Dehan, who started the World Identity Network. Everybody should know about this uh, here. And uh, it's very much in line with what our design and our focus for creating Global Citizen.1 is that every citizen on the planet has an identity online, which uh, regardless if you're a refugee, you know, so many of them have lost everything and they don't have any identity documents whatsoever. So that's what Mariana Dehan uh, 
is created with the World Identity Network, win.systems. And uh, I'm still learning about the project, uh, lots to learn, I'm sure. But I know that it started in 2017 with, the, <clears throat> excuse me, with the help of Richard Branson uh, on Necker Island. They had a group of 30 or 40 experts from around the world. They wanted to build it on blockchain, which is close to what we're building on. And the goal is to get online identity because they're, they're, they, the traffickers create, create false identities for them with their trickery. And that's how they spirit them across borders and take them into slave trade. So her project is amazing. It's truly uh, what, what is so needed. And we, we're very much in line with what they're doing. But that's definitely something we want to connect with. And if, if you'll uh, watch on our, the same podcast page, the two podcasts with David Gallup of the World Service Authority that issues the world passports and so on, uh, I, I'd love to connect him with what you're talking about. Uh, maybe the two together can make it, because they've been issuing world documents over 4 million since the 1952 that have changed a lot lives and saved so many lives of stateless refugees. And to connect that with the kind of uh, uh, beyond blockchain uh, interconnection you're talking about is a very exciting option. So let's talk about that maybe after this Zoom call ends, maybe you can hang on and we can chat a little more. Uh, I, I'm also glad that Mike Caruso mentioned the t-shirt. This is, uh, if you can see, it says world citizen, the world is my country, and they make great uh, Christmas presents. If you go to uh, the worldismycountry.com and click on the store, uh, you can click on our t-shirts and, and I'm not sure, I, I think they could be shipped in time if you go ahead and order that now uh, for a Christmas present. Uh, and, um, um, and then also, uh, uh, I think we're near the end of the hour, unless there's anybody else with a burning question. Did I see Karen wanting to jump in? One of my favorite speakers was Azim Kamisa. And he spoke on forgiveness. And the other thing was how I, something I remembered that I hadn't thought about for years and years and years. When I was first teaching and I was teaching preschool, a little black girl came and sat on my lap and she talked to me and she said, when I grow up, I wanna be white so I'll be beautiful like my mother. And she was of a mixed marriage. And it just broke my heart. And that still, when you think about a three, four, five-year-old child saying that, you know how early we have to get started educating our kids. Yep, you've got to learn to be proud of who we are, every place, every way. and. Uh, and that's a and great, everyone, every color, every religion, every, 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 the one humanity. We're not an American. We're a humanitarian. Beautiful. I love that, Karen. That's a great way to end our podcast. And uh, thank you so much, everyone, for joining our podcast. Uh, we'd love to have members. Uh, you're, uh, it's free for the first two months, and your donation does help us carry on having more of these podcasts, but even more getting our film out widely to the world. Widely to the world. Uh, a number of you have mentioned our movie, The World is My Country. We're so glad it will be on public broadcasting stations across the country this April. Uh, we are continuing to look for more sponsors, uh, particularly with some of the Rotary Connections. Maybe Rudy and others can advise us on who we can talk to of, of Rotarians who would uh, either 
put their business name, their organization, their club, uh, Rotary Club or their Rotary Club uh, in as sponsors and make a donation that will help pay for the uh, uh, costs surrounding this public broadcasting uh, showing so that we will actually be able to get many, many more stations and get word out widely about it. Join us as we continue to build the, the people-powered planet. World citizen, lift up your voices. Oh, you know we got something to say. All we need is the same directions, heading in one way. One way.